Real quick, I want to tell you about a free webinar I'm hosting on April 25th at 1 p.m. Eastern Time called Repurposing Content for Your Podcast. Depending on the guru of the day, you need a podcast, you need to be on TikTok, you need to be posting on LinkedIn, and don't forget your own blog and newsletter. And this can lead to burnout fast. But I'm here to tell you a better way. By repurposing content, there's a reason I'm able to publish three podcast episodes per week, three newsletters, and post on LinkedIn almost daily. So in this free 60-minute webinar, you will learn how to capture content ideas as easily as possible, how to build your own content flywheel from content you've already created, how to keep track of everything, and how to create a two-way street where you're repurposing for and from your podcast. Sign up for free today at profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. If you are struggling to create content, you need this webinar. Again, that URL is profitablepodcaster.fm slash repurpose. Hey, everybody, it is that time of year. Everybody, you know, every podcast, every blog, every YouTube channel is creating their gift guide. And well, I'm no different. See, I created a couple of gift guides a few years ago, and they've done really well. I've gotten a lot of great feedback on them. And so this year, I have fully updated my podcasters gift guide. And I also have a work from home gift guide. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode. If you want some visuals, you can catch this episode over on YouTube. It'll be in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, well, you can listen to this episode over on makemoneypod.com if you so desire. So today we are going to be talking through my podcaster's gift guide, and I'll be doing some highlights from the work from home gift guide because I think I think there's a lot of relevant stuff in there. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Make Money Podcasting, the show that teaches you how to make your first $10,000 with your podcast. On this show, you'll learn tried and true methods to increase your revenue and turn your podcast from a money pit into a money maker. Hi. I'm your host, Joe Casabona, and my podcasts have been making money from day one without a lot of downloads. I'll share everything I know with you here on Make Money Podcasting. Okay, so here we go. We've got the podcast gift guide up here. The first thing I want to start with always is a microphone, right? So um, a lot of people starting podcasting, they're not sure what podcast mic to get. Do they need to spend $400? Absolutely not. For a long time, I've actually recommended the Audio-Technica ATR2100X uh, or the 2100 before that. And this year, I have a new champion for starter mic. That's the Samsung Q2U. This microphone, the the big winner here, I think, is basically everybody I've talked to have, has loved it for a long time. It's versatile. It's compatible via USB or XLR. Um, it comes with all of the cables that you need, and it's a little bit cheaper than the ATR2100. So um, it's got good quality starting out. It comes with, again, everything that you need to record with, and 
it's less than a hundred dollars, which is a great price for a solid microphone. So, uh, Samsung Q2U is the mic I recommend. Now that said, uh, the ATR 2100X is still a great mic. I still have that mic and that's what I use for travel. Um, but by and large from a lot of uh, podcasters I've talked to, the Samsung Q2U has become the better microphone. Uh, a lot of people ask me about the Blue Yeti, so I'll just say here, like, I think the Blue Yeti is a fine microphone, um, but you need to get it dialed in correctly. So uh, you can kind of change the pickup pattern, so like how much sound it picks up, and you can change the gain, how sensitive it is. And if you don't have those dialed in correctly, then you're going to end up with bad sound quality. It's also really big and like has to sit on your desk, like in front of you. You can get a really strong um, boom arm. But uh, by and large, if you're just looking to plug and play the Samsung Q2U, uh, that's S-A-M-S-O-N, by the way. It's not Samsung. It's Samsung uh, Q2U is, is going to be your best bet. Uh, other recording accessories. So the other thing I like about the Samsung Q2U is that it comes with a, 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 a pop filter or a windscreen, something that covers the microphone. Uh, if you don't have that, this is going to prevent those hard P sounds. They're called plosives. So when you hit like pop filter, uh, you get like this gust of air that that makes listening to you really hard. Um, and so it's it's a pop filter is an absolute must for me. If you don't have uh, the the covering that goes directly over the microphone, you can get a windscreen. It's just kind of like a circle that sits in front of the microphone. And I link to that in the gift guide. It'll be in the. I'm gonna I'm gonna try really hard to put the show like all the links in the show notes too, so you don't have to click through through, through to the gift guide. But I'll link to the gift guide as well if you want more context. Uh, a shock mount. So if you hit your desk a lot, if you don't have a shock mount, uh, then those shakes, those uh, like hits are going to come through in the recording. So I recommend a shock mic, uh, a shock mount too. It's basically just a bunch of rubber bands uh, that like hold the microphone in place. Um, it's not, I mean, that's like the cheaper ones, but um, a, a shock mount will prevent shakes from hitting your desks and all other small vibrations making it into the recording. And then finally, a boom arm. You know, if you've watched me at all, you know that I can move my microphone out of the way. And again, you don't you don't want your microphone directly on your desk because if you hit your desk, right, the, the shakes, the small vibrations are going to come through. Uh, or if you're really close to your keyboard and you're typing, that's going to come through. A boom arm keeps the mic out of your way. Especially I talk with my hands a lot. I'm Italian. Uh, so I talk with my hands a lot the fact that I can keep my boom arm or my microphone exactly where I want it to be is hugely helpful. And I have like a, an expensive boom arm uh, cause I got it when I had the blue Yeti and I wanted a very strong boom arm. But if you're using the, the Q2U, you can pick up uh, one of the newer N E E W E R uh, boom arms for like 13 or $14. So not a big amount of money, the microphone and the boom arm, they're going to, they're still going to come. They should still come under a hundred bucks. Headphones. You need headphones when you record a podcast. 
No ifs, ands, or buts there. You need headphones. If somebody gets on a podcast with you and they don't have headphones and they say they've never needed headphones, they're lying or they don't care about sound quality. So you need headphones to sound good. Your guest needs headphones to sound good. I think the Audio-Technica ATH-M50Xs are great. They're a great price. They sound amazing. Those are not the ones I use today, but those are in my uh, on my electric drum set. So I still use them every day. Uh, I have the, uh, let's see, the DT770 Pros. They're maybe a little bit better. If you're not like a huge audiophile, you're probably not going to notice a difference. Uh, but they're both kind of like st- studio monitor quality headphones uh, without costing like $1,000. So I think the ATH M50Xs are fantastic. I strongly recommend them. Um, if you're going and and th- so both headphones I just mentioned are wired and they're only headphones. If you're going to use headphones like AirPods or AirPod Maxes or whatever, you you run a little bit of a risk because they're wireless, right? So you're going to lose sound quality there. Um, as far as like things you might pick up, that's like maybe not entirely the case. Uh, but those headphones also have a microphone on them. So you got to make sure that the microphone is not on and you're not recording with that microphone. So I think have dedicated headphones, uh, studio monitor headphones and the ATH MX 50 X's are great. Uh, the last thing under other recording accessories is acoustic foam. Uh, the name of the game with sound quality here is you want to reduce echo and uh, you want to do that by absorbing and deflecting. So I recommend, right, or most sound people will recommend, like, have, like, a bookshelf behind you, right, because the sound is going to bounce off the wall and then behind you. And that's what causes the echo. The sound is just bouncing around your room, not getting deflected at all. A bookshelf will deflect Uh, But acoustic foam can really help. I have uh, these hexagonal uh, pieces of acoustic foam. I like these because they came in like blue and orange, and those are like kind of my colors. Um, So they're by Dekiru, D-E-K-I-R-U, and they're really affordable. They're not the best, but they get the they get the job done, right? They. they do a pretty good job. And again, I have like carpeting. I have a really good setup. So these were partially for aesthetic, but partially for the sound absorption and deflection. Uh, if you want really good acoustic foam, RLX is considered like the, the industry standard as far as I last I checked at least. Um, and this is like the more traditional, like super thick foam that's like cut into triangles. Uh, they have bass traps to go into like the corners. And actually, I do have RLX bass traps in the corners, right? Because that's where sound is going to get the most trapped, like bounce around in the corners and then and head back to your microphone. So um, they have a bunch of things. I used to have these panels that like were on stands that I and that I would put behind me um, or in front of me. I still use those when I record for LinkedIn Learning, but now my setup is is good enough and, and I'm away from uh, like the outside noises mostly. I do have an egress window right in front of me and I will fill that when I'm re- when I'm recording. Uh, I will put 
RLX foam panels in that egress, and that helps. Uh, so you you want to have some of these panels um, to help reduce uh, to help reduce the echo and sound quality. Okay, so that's that's recording and sound quality there. Uh, let's talk about video podcasting. This is a brand new section in the gift guide this year, and it's because so many people have thrown their hats into podcasting that are related to video, most notably YouTube, right? So I used to say, ah, you don't really need video for your podcast. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, but now it's an absolute yes. You need to... I, I think that you need video for your podcast. Uh, if you're now, if, if you or your loved one is just starting out, don't make that the requirement. Maybe like if, if just recording audio is good for them. Great. But if you're, if you're ready to take the podcast to the next level or your loved ones ready to, to get, to take their podcast to the next level, recording video is where it's at. That's why I'm recording this video along with the audio. So, Camera is first thing. You need a decent camera. If you have a Mac and an iPhone, use the iPhone. Like there's just, you're not going to get a better camera than that. Uh, I think starting in like the iPhone 7 or something like that, it has a 4K camera on it. So that's absolutely going to be the best camera that you can get. Uh, if you prefer a dedicated webcam, I recommend the Elgato face cam. It's affordable. It's not 4K, but most people aren't watching it 4K or they're not going to expect you to have 4K. Um, and especially if you're recording in Zoom or, or Riverside, you're probably not going to have that 4K quality anyway. So I think the Elgato face cam is really good. The Opal C1, I have that. It's just some people say it's great. It just hasn't measured up for me. So uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Now, if you want, if you want to go all out, uh, I in the gift guide I link to my my live stream kit, and there I'm using like a eight hundred dollar camera with a three hundred dollar lens. Like this is what this is what you see for for this. And I'm recording locally, so it's capturing four K. I don't think you need that for your podcast. I have that because I've been doing a lot of live streams and videos, and I create courses, and so video is a really important part of my content creation process. But again, if you want. If you want this kind of quality and you have the budget, um, that's what I recommend. Otherwise, I think that the Elgato Face Cam is great. They just came out with the Face Cam Pro. This is a 4K 60 frames per second webcam. This is 300 bucks. I haven't tested this, but if it's as good as the regular Face Cam, uh, then, then I'm, I'm going to go ahead and recommend that. Maybe I'll pick this up. Or Elgato, if you want to send me the camera to review on this channel, uh, I'll check it out. But the, the Facecam Pro is a 4K camera. I love everything Elgato makes, so I'm going to strongly recommend their stuff. As a matter of fact, I think that a good camera is important, but even more important is lighting. Lighting is crucial because if you have good lighting, your camera doesn't need to work as hard to generate a good picture. So there are lots of lighting setups. I have the Philips Hue lights behind me. You can see those. But I've got the Elgato key lights on either side of me. 
that's what's creating the good lighting on my person. There's another one in the back that's like the the backlight. Um, that's a key light air. I think those are really good solutions for lighting because you can easily change the color temperature and the uh, brightness and adjust based on like time of day. If you have natural lighting and things like that, they are expensive. If you're looking for a more affordable option, Neewer has a two pack of lights on stands that you can just set up for $40. Uh, as I record this, it's $40 and they have like little buttons to, uh, you know, adjust the brightness and things like that. Less flexible, but if you just need simple lighting, then they're great. And then the Loom Cube for video conferencing is another thing that's like kind of sticks right onto your computer and creates a, a spotlight for you as you're looking at your camera. So that's another option. I think any improvement to lighting is, is really going to help, but I strongly recommend the Elgato key lights because they are well-made, powerful. They can be controlled by an app on your computer or by your stream deck, and I really love that. All right, so let's talk about uploading your podcast now. Uh, this is... I include this for completeness. I don't expect anybody to like get hosting uh, for as a gift for somebody. But, you know, if, if you want to, if they're like, I really can't afford hosting and I want to start a podcast. Uh, there are two audio hosts I recommend. Buzzsprout. Increasingly, I think Buzzsprout is the best audio host for most podcasters. It has a generous free plan and a, re a lot of really good features. So, you know, if you want to pick up like six months for somebody, uh, I think Buzzsprout is great. Castos is good if you want a more robust website for your podcast or uh, you need like private podcasting, right? So if, if you you or somebody you know wants to start a private members only podcast, I think Castos is a really good audio host for that. They also allow you to easily create multiple shows inside of an account. So uh, like podcast network style. So if you have like three related shows and you don't want to pay for separate hosting for all of them, Castos is going to be your best bet here. That's what I use for how I built it, my my uh, longer show, my longer running show. And that's because I have how I built it. I have how I built bits, which is a clip show, and I have my members only show, which is how I built it pro. So Castos, if you want flexibility, I think Buzzsprout if you want simplicity and modern features. And then there's website hosting. So like most most audio hosts at this point, including the ones I've recommended, include good websites at this point. But if you want something better, WordPress is super flexible. I recommend Pressable hosting nowadays. PodPage is a service that is purpose-built for podcast websites. And Card is just super simple, super cheap, uh, and allows you to create a really nice landing page for your podcast. Okay. Now let's get into upgrading your setup, right? So maybe you know somebody or you are somebody who has all of the basic stuff I just talked about and you're ready to upgrade. For Mike, I know it's been done to death, but the Shure SM7B, I've tested a lot of microphones and this one has stuck with me the longest. It's the one I'm currently using. It sounds amazing and... It's it's in the four five hundred dollar price range, so it's not cheap, but it's not a thousand like it's not like a Telefunken or, or whatever, uh, like for a thousand dollars, and it's it's a really good microphone, especially for spoken word. You see a bunch of podcasters using it, uh, and they all use it for a reason. 
So it it's really good and flexible. Um, alternatives include the Rode Pod Mic. This one was okay, and the Stellar X2, which is about two hundred bucks. I reviewed this. They sent full disclosure. They sent me that microphone for free, and I tested it out, and I was pretty impressed for price versus quality. Uh, if you do use the SM7B. Uh, you'll need a little power boost depending on your interface. So the CloudLifter CL1 is perfect for that task. And if you are upgrading your microphone from a USB microphone, you will need an interface. The interface I've recommended for a long time is the Scarlett Focus, uh, the Focusrite Scarlett Solo. It's really simple. It has some simple controls. It's very affordable. It's easy to use. So that's what I recommend if you just need to plug an XLR into your computer. If you're looking for something beefier, I recommend the Rodecaster Pro 2. That came out this year. I have it. I love it. It's a full uh, board and mixer. It's around $600, but it's made specifically for podcasters. It accepts multiple inputs. So if you're recording with more than one person, you can use it. It also has a soundboard uh, built right in. So if you have like sound effects or music, uh, you can connect phone calls and Bluetooth, and there's a whole lot more. And it has, because it's built for podcasters, if you press on one of your mic inputs, there are some uh, pre-configurations for certain mics, including all of the big Rode microphones. But the only non-Rode microphone they have, as far as I can tell, is the SM7B. So they have... Uh, pre-configured settings to make your SM7B sound good without you having to mess around with it. And I don't need the cloud lifter when using the Rode Caster Pro 2 because it already has phantom power and really good gain. So if you're really to if you're really ready to take your podcast to the next level uh, and you're not like a sound engineer, right? Like there's the Apollo Duo or whatever. That's definitely for sound engineers and can get really expensive. The Rodecaster Pro 2 is such a great interface. Like, I can't recommend it enough. Okay, so that's interfaces. Let's talk about some other helpful gear and then other helpful software to close this out. Uh, and then I'll quickly touch on the work from home gift guide and just point some things out there. So other helpful gear. Uh, wire management is really important. You can find like $14 like wire management packages. I linked to one in the gift guide that has a bunch of different options, but... You're going to have a lot of wires with all of this and just having them strewn about is uh, my nightmare. So wire management is really important. Uh, the Elgato Stream Deck is a powerhouse of automation and workspace setup. I use it for my live streams and also my podcast. If I'm recording through Ecamm Live, I will use that to record these podcasts. But I also have automation set up on it so I can control shortcuts and lighting and I can set up my podcast workspace on my computer. So I push a button, it opens up the apps that I use for recording, and it arranges them in a specific way, which is really cool. So I love the Elgato Stream Deck. I strongly recommend it. I have the 32-button one because I have a bunch of stuff here. Um, if you are recording on the go, Zoom digital field recorders are uh, – there's nothing better than Zoom. I have the Zoom H5. I link to just a page on Adorama uh, where there's a bunch of them because the Zoom H5 is on back order right now. But that's the one I love. It's, a, it's like a, a mini Rodecaster Pro, I'm going to say. It's got like four inputs. 
and you can record directly to device. You can also use it as an interface connected to your computer. And then finally, USB-C hubs, especially if you have like a MacBook Air um, or I mean, I have the Mac Studio and I still need a hub, right? So um, there's a couple I recommend. There's the 8-in-1 USB-C hub by Anchor. But if you need something really heavy duty, check out the CalDigit Element hub. It's got extra USB and extra USB-C ports. It's like it's powered itself. So it's going to act like it's going to be as if you've added extra ports directly to your computer. So um, if, especially if you're doing like travel podcasting or you're working off of a laptop or an iPad, um, you're going to need stuff like that. The last thing in this podcaster's gift guide is helpful and crucial software. So I'm just going to mention these really quick because you're probably not getting somebody like a software for a gift. Calendly for scheduling, Riverside for recording, Descript for editing and Ecamm Live for video. So I will link. This is all going to be at podcastliftoff.com slash gift dash guide. Uh, I'll link it in the show notes uh, over at makemoneypod.com or in your app of choice. Um, full disclosure, there are affiliate links on this page, but this is all stuff I've used and recommended. So let's run through the work from home gift guide really quick. I've already talked about webcam and microphone. So those features, there are a few extra recommendations there. I talked about lighting. There are productivity tools. I'm going to skip over that, right? Productivity is a very personal thing. Uh, but I will mention the analog to do system by Ugmunk. People say this is too expensive, but I love it. It's re- It looks really nice on my desk and filling out the card every morning is a ritual of mine. Uh, If you're looking for ideas, coffee, right? So I've got lots of different coffee. I need to include on this though, Comatier coffee. That is coffee that's brewed and then flash frozen and sent to you. And so you let coffee defrost or you run it under hot water and you have perfectly brewed coffee in minutes. Uh, It's also great for iced coffee. So I love Comatier. That is getting a nice section on the work from home gift guide. Uh, You know, I have the AeroPress linked here too. Uh, I have an espresso maker, which I really love. Um, I don't know if like people are going to like lambast me for that. Um, And then for beans, I, I love Rook Coffee. There's Rook Coffee and then there's Redding Coffee Company here in Pennsylvania. Their Jazzy Java is so good. Uh, As far as uh, office ergonomics go, I think a good chair is super important. I have the steel case gesture. That's very expensive, but it's the best. Uh, And then I got roller blade wheels for office chairs. Um, This is wild. I think I saw Wes Boss tweet about this a couple years ago, but the wheels on office chairs suck and roller blade chairs like give it a little bit more, um, a, a little bit more sturdiness. And it rolls a lot easier, especially on carpet. Uh, standing desks, I have the Fully by Jarvis. Um, but I also have the uh, the E7 by Flexispot. Uh, full disclosure, they provided me this desk for free um, as, as part of like a sponsor spot and video. Um, but I love this desk. It looks great. It's super sturdy. And the thing that it has that the Fully Jarvis doesn't, at least mine, is a child lock. So my children cannot play with this desk and like kill the motor by like 
just pressing up and down on it. So I really love that. But it's it's this beautiful black um, and it's really sturdy and very spacious. And I really like it. Um, as far as desk gear goes now, this is going to change totally next year because there's a lot of really cool desk gear coming out uh, next year, including like Ugg Monk's new gather and Sarah Dietschy's new stuff. But something to elevate your laptop or monitor, I think 12 South makes the best stuff here. Um, an ergonomic key. I don't use an ergonomic keyboard. I use the Apple standard stuff, but an ergonomic keyboard, if, if somebody's using their keyboard and mouse all the time, uh, the Logitech MX Master 3 is a really nice mouse. Again, I'm just using the standard Apple mouse, which is not good. Um, but I like, uh, there are a few things that the Logic MX Master doesn't do, especially with sidecar and universal control yet. And that's why I'm using Apple's. Okay, so this is really important for any podcast or any content creator. Backups and storage. I think you should have an external hard drive uh, and then a cloud or offsite backup. Western Digital My Books, those are like an industry standard. Uh, those are amazing. I have a couple connected to my computer and I use them for time machine backups and manual backups. And then Backblaze, there's only one service for cloud offsite backups as far as I'm concerned, and it's Backblaze. Super affordable, really great. It has saved me multiple times. If you're looking for something more advanced, there's network area storage. I have a Synology 2-Bay storage NAS behind me that I use for cold storage. Uh, so this is just, again, network storage, extra hard drives. That's where I move old projects that I want to keep over. Uh, and then there's portable hard drives. Western Digital makes the Elements, which is a, a portable hard drive. I recommend the Samsung T7 portable SSD. It is tiny. They are pricey, but they're tiny. I'm using one specifically for my photos library. So it's this tiny, like almost credit card sized hard drive that just houses my photos library. So if the rest of my computer goes up in flames, um, that hard drive is the sole place for my full photos library. We already talked about headphones, but if you're, if we're just talking about listening, I recommend the AirPods Pro 2 or the AirPods Max. I love both of those. Uh, the Bose Quiet Comfort 45 noise canceling headphones, if you're not looking to spend AirPods Max money, are really good. Uh, and then there's other helpful tech. This is just um, miscellaneous stuff that I'm going to mention here. I need to fix this. Um, but Anchor, 12 South, and Satechi all make really good, like interesting grab bag things. So, like charging bricks wall chargers, everything I use for power, I get from Anchor. Uh, 12 South for basically anything that goes on my desk at this point. That's going to change soon, but I love 12 South for that stuff. The Hover Bar Duo especially is really good for my iPad. And Satechi for miscellaneous like industrial design stuff. I really like some of their stuff. So definitely check that out. Uh, if you're looking for uh, like an extra special gift. I love the, my iPad mini. I strongly recommend the iPad mini for a lot of stuff, reading, writing, and note-taking, stuff like that. Uh, and then the rest is like comforts of home. So we'll skip over that. You know, I think that clothes are, are one thing. I need to update this because Ugg Monk is no longer making clothing. Um, so that is, that's the gift guide, the 2022 gift guide. 
I hope you enjoyed it. You can find links to everything in the show notes or over at makemoneypod.com. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to write in. I'm at jcasabona on Twitter or joe at casabona.org. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, I can't wait to see what you make. Hey, before you go, I want to tell you about a free resource I have called my podcast process templates. They are a set of notion documents that give you a full podcast planner, a show planner, and even some AI prompts to help you get the creative juices flowing. You obviously want to improve your podcast workflows and save time. And these templates will give you a basis for all of your other processes. Through my Notion and Airtable templates, I am able to automate a number of things as well as stay organized so that I am using my podcasting time more efficiently. If you want to get your hands on these templates completely for free, you can head over to podcastworkflows.com slash templates. That's podcastworkflows.com slash templates to get your free podcast process templates today.